Welcome to Women Talk Construction Podcast with Christy and Angela. It is our mission to create an inclusive environment for everyone in non-traditional roles. Today, we have a very special guest on our podcast, but before we say who, for those who are new, we publish a new podcast every Monday. Now we're going to tell you a little bit about the conversation today, and we're so excited about it. I want to introduce you to Emily Sullaby, founder and CEO of Juno Jones Shoes. Emily never meant to create a work boot brand. She was an attorney and specializing in the women's and children's rights. She left the legal field to help her husband run a family trucking business and safety training school in Philly. She was tired of having ugly boots going from the job to the client's meetings. She also has a really cool podcast called Hazard Girls, filling the untapped resources of jobs needed with women. We are so honored to have Emily on our show today. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, Angela and Christy. It's such a pleasure to be here. I love your podcast. Hey, Emily. Thank you. you. Let's just get started. So one of the things I really wanted to ask you, Emily, and I I did mention this earlier, but I am a fangirl. I love that you were able to switch from attorney to family-owned business. um, And that's very cool that we can be on different paths in our career. Share with us one challenge you had navigating from being an attorney and then working in your family business full-time. Well, for me, it was not a challenge to switch because it was such a relief. Honestly, it was such a relief to change from a career that was causing me a lot of stress Mm -hmm. uh, to a career where I had more control over what I was doing. And um, it just, it felt like a better fit for me. And I felt like I, even though I could do positive things um, as a lawyer, personality wise, (laughs) this new job allowed me that more freedom and more creativity. So I think it was a huge relief. Well, uh, I'm going to add a little question onto that. Do you love working for the trucking business and your safety training business? I do. I do love it. Um, I'm more of a consultant at this point because I'm full time with Juno Jones, but I spent uh, the better part of a decade growing that business. Wow. Yeah, I don't regret any of it. It was a lot of fun. It's I bet cool. you learned a lot, right? <laughs> Just doing that and meeting a lot of great people. Yeah, a lot of traveling, meeting wonderful people working with people from all walks of life. Oh, yeah. So uh, a large part of us having these conversations for Christy and I are we want to help engage with the younger generation. So that's kind of where we're going with the next question. So can you mention an encouraging statement to the next generation about switching careers? And that that could really be anyone, next mm-hmm. generation, or, you know, you're, you know, 40 years old and you want to get out and move into a different career. What, what would you say? What would be some encouraging words? For me, I guess my family also comes from the old school. So they were uh, maybe more hesitant about it than I was, but I had examples around me of people doing it. I did a pottery class with a man who was in his 80s and that was like his fifth career. And he was, he was in galleries and he was excelling. So I, I had that example around me. And so my message would be, you're never too old to change careers. And don't think, oh, I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm 60. Mm. Don't, think, don't think anything about your age because if you have the drive, you can do it. I love it. 
And what a great intro into our conversation <laughs> earlier where I said I'm 58 years old and I wanted to be a lawyer mm-hmm. when I was a little girl and Emily said, "We'll do it. You can do it." I so yeah, true. I don't I don't see age as ever being a barrier. Yeah, for sure. I have an 80-year-old mother who walks four miles a day, and I don't know that I could do that. So (laughs) I should be very encouraged by that. So you're a big change maker. There are a lot of students that listen to our podcast, and sometimes they don't think they have what it takes to make big changes. And I think that maybe you sharing your personality and characteristics of your personality with the group will help them see that they can navigate and they can be a change maker too. So you just decided after you didn't like wearing ugly boots <laughs> that you were going to be a change maker and make make boots that weren't ugly so that you could go back and forth from the job site to client meetings. I love that because 27 years boots on the ground for me. I hated that. I hated walking into a banker's office or walking into one of my uh, large contractor's office and my boots were muddy and they were ugly. I looked like a boy. I had on khakis and a polo shirt. And so what do you think it is about your personality that makes you a change maker? Or what is it about others' personalities that can make them change makers? Isn't it amazing how shoes can really transform your entire look? You can be wearing the nicest outfit, but if you're wearing clunky shoes, it just, it does something to the whole look. And if it doesn't feel like you, it's undermining your, the way you want to present yourself and it can take away from your confidence. So I I love what you said about that. Um, Aspects of personality. I think it doesn't matter whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, because I think both have major benefits and you can utilize to your personality and just be yourself. And, and that, is going to lead you to your success. I love that. Just uh, yeah. inspiration, right? I and agree. Just being inspired and and do in putting feet to your ideas. And you're not always going to be successful. Emily obviously is very successful and we're so proud of her and we're so excited that we get to buy cool looking boots too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've already got mine checked off. I need to yeah. Yes, I do too. Actually, I think Laura bought some not too long ago either. And Tori Babcock has some. So oh, now yeah. we're all talking about your boots everywhere we go, by the way, Emily. So we're, we're glad you. that you're on today. Within the residential building and construction industry, ECI Software Solution offers an integrated suite of cloud-based management solutions specifically tailored to their specific markets with the goal of supporting small and medium-sized companies to improve profitability, reduce construction costs, shorten schedules, and increase sales. Thank you, ECI Software Solutions, for supporting Women Talk Construction and the future of our workforce. You know, if we have time for one more, yeah. I was just going to ask. Sure, we do. And this is really easy, I think, for for Emily because it was recently posted on Instagram. But it said, "I think you're at a show," and it said, "Our our founder Emily ready to shatter some glass." Love that. <laughs> so, so, what did you mean by that? Because I, I just that's a powerful statement. Shatter some glass. That's a hashtag that we like to use, and it's also a slogan that we have on our T-shirts. And it's really resonated with people because you don't have to be a woman to want to shatter glass. You can be anyone. You can be an ally. You can be, um, yes. you know, like a male ally. You can be 
really anyone who just wants to promote justice, whether that be for as far as gender, as far as race, as far as any kind of identity. Shattering glass is shattering glass ceilings. I'm so it. glad I asked that. Yay. I am too. Actually, can, do you mind if I use that hashtag at our uh, nonprofit event this coming oh, up this it. week? We want you to use some hashtags. And if you want some stickers, <laughs> let us know. We have great stickers. I, I hate to be a copycat, but that's a great one. That's really that's what we're great. trying to do in our yeah. nonprofit too, is build confidence in women and shattering glass is a perfect way to do that, right? It certainly is. So tell us a little bit about your husbands and, and yourself. Uh, trucking company. And uh, I love the fact that you own your own safety training school. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Or do you mind telling us a little bit about it? Uh, It's a family business. It started by an uncle in 25 years ago now in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It was a small mom and pop with a couple of trucks. And our uncle wanted to retire after a while and his son didn't want to take it over. So he offered, he asked us if we wanted to take it over. Now we did not know the business at the time. So we spent some time working with him, learning the business. Um, And we took our own business prowess and experience and applied it. And that's how we were able to grow it from a small company into a, a little bit of a larger company with more of a national reach. We send our trainers nationwide to train um, all over the country. Wow. That's so nice. And it fits, so, it fits so nice with your safety boots too, right? Yeah. Yes, we, we work closely also with women in trucking. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love, you know, being able to spread the word about women in, in the trucking industry, the trucking industry as a career option for women. Right. And they need to know that they have a lot of options. And obviously, uh, being in trucking is another option. We, we love to share all the options mm-hmm. that they have. I wonder, what is the percentage of women in that industry? I'm just curious. Do you know, it's, Emily? It's around 10. Yeah, it's around 10. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not as bad as I thought it might be. I thought yeah, it might be lower. I thought lower it would be that. lower. Too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's increasing. And that's in, thanks in part to spreading awareness of podcasts right. like this. Uh, we think of trucking as construction adjacent yeah. and it's a very similar audience. And it's uh, it's important to spread the word about all these industries. Mm-hmm. So um, how long has Juno Boots been in business? And number one, I would love to know that. And then what does the future look like for Juno? Well, we launched this business. Juno Jones launched during covid February of 2020 is when we put the Kickstarter forward and then COVID hit like right in the middle of our Kickstarter. So it's about (laughs) a little over two years old now. Um, But yes, that did not come without its challenges. However, thankfully, construction, the construction industry is an essential industry and Mm -hmm. it did keep going during COVID and people kept needing boots. And uh, (laughs) other than our our supply chain challenges. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's been great. And uh, with the future of Juno Jones, well, we're really excited about some new styles coming out this year. Right now we have um, we have our steel toes yes. that we're coming out with. So we've been, we're coming out with composite toes this year, which have been highly requested. So nice. we're very excited about that. Uh, some new styles. And yeah, I can't reveal exactly That's okay. what That's okay. Excited. But thank you for <laughs> sharing. In 2023. So I have a question. Are the composite less, um, are they lighter? They are. Yes. Oh, they are so lighter. nice. I think they're so also, nice. I heard someone talking about it the other day too, and Emily, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're also made if like, even for elect- like electricians want to use them, they're not no. going to 
Right. So all of our boots that we have are electrical hazard certified already. Uh, Okay. The thing about these composites, there's going to be no metal, so they can be static dissipative. That's Mm. okay. Nice. So, okay. So you just told me something about boots. I did not even (laughs) understand or even know. So is there anything else we need to know about, you know, what it takes to make a boot, um, a great boot for those in non-traditional careers? Well, there are so many different safety features, but we chose our safety features based on our based on our customers and our audience feedback. Um, well, so one of our customers is Karen from the TV show Good Bones, and she talked about how she, when she was first starting out, uh, she was making houses and rehabbing houses on her show. Uh, she stepped on a nail. And that was because she couldn't find boots that fit her feet that actually had nail protection as well. Mm. So that's how she found us by searching for nail protection. So to answer your question, uh, we found we we have nail protection in all of our boots uh, so that it's an anti-nail system so that you, that problem does not happen. And of course, seal toes, our boots are water resistant, non-slip, and they're very comfortable as well. The comfort insole is a big factor. I know when Tori walked in, we were doing a, um, do you remember this, Angela? We were doing a, um, we were speaking to the students at Anderson Career Technology Center. ACTC, yeah. Yes. And um, we were all there. There was a group of us women that were all just kind of sharing our journey. And Tori walked in with your boots on and we were like, whoa, (laughs) where'd you get those from? They were so cute (laughs) and so stylish. And they... We, I literally were, was literally looking at her boots the entire time instead of <laughs> focusing on what I should have been. I was like, why didn't they have those when I was in the field? Because I'm not in the <laughs> field a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in the field now, but they were so cute. So um, not only you. are they very, um, very much needed and, and, and needed for safety, but they're beautiful. They're really cute. Like they're, they're one of those boots that when you know, you see your friend, she walks in with some stylish clothes or boots on. It's just something that really catches your eye. Like you have to say, where did you get those? And mm-hmm. um, the thoughts of uh, a safety boot catching your eye, it's pretty yeah. cool. Thank you, Emily, for, for uh, what you've done for um, us. <laughs> I, I, I'm, very, I'm passionate about two things, boots. <laughs> I've always loved boots. I have a collection of, I from, try, from high school. And boots and helping women yeah. move forward and excel and shine in male-populated industries. So put them together and we've got Juno Jones boots. Oh, yeah. So well, I don't know if Angel's got any more questions for you, but I have one more. So I'm going to, I'm going to okay. like share. Well, I want to just make a comment that, you know, I do work still and I go to the job sites because I work for an industrial mm-hmm. electrical company. And they do require steel toe boots. So I'm definitely going to get a pair. And I love the fact that those are the nail resistant, you know, mm-hmm. because of the roofing nails when they, you know, mm-hmm. pop up. That's awesome. I loved that you shared all that. Brian Knox with B Knox Photography. Brian's a commercial photographer based in Greenville. He specializes in photographing people hard at work, particularly in skilled trades like construction, auto mechanics, and tree care. Brian's mission is to take photos that demonstrate the dignity of hard work. His favorite things to photograph are construction projects, heavy equipment, and everyday heroes doing their job in work boots and hard hats. Thank you, Beanox Photography, for supporting Women Talk Construction, Women in Construction, and for supporting women confidence builders at our events. 
it's a now, Christy. You can move on with. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just, I just had another, just another quick question. Well, so yeah. you mentioned that you are um, really focused on uplifting women mm-hmm. and helping them grow. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing aside mm-hmm. from business that's helping um, the next generation or the the women that are out there in the United States get into careers that matter or just finding their own voice in their own space? Sure. Well, there are so many great organizations out there that are doing the, the hard work of spreading the word about these careers to women and then giving them the support and the resources they need. So we work with several organizations that are doing this work. So one of them is Empowering Women in Industry. Of course, NAWIC, we are partners with, uh, as well as many others, but those are two that I'm personally on the board of. And I, I think, you know, just being a part of those organizations and being, being able to get in the ground floor and really meet with, with you know, actual working women is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, um, our, our podcast that you mentioned earlier, we have the yeah. Hazard Girls podcast, and that's just all about spreading the word as well about the industries and sharing stories, because like the same thing that, that you're doing here, when women can have a resource that they can go to, to hear stories of other women like them or other women that they can aspire to be like, it gives them that motivation. It gives them that assurance and it helps kick out some of that annoying imposter syndrome that we hear so much about. Yes. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for what you do for women. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you, Emily. And Thank it's you, people like you and all the others that are out there that are really focused and passionate about what they do. Um, like Angela and I, we're passionate about helping women as well. And it doesn't matter what role they're in, uh, whatever they want to do, right? We want to be yes, able to, right. we want to be able to um, help them grow and we appreciate what you're doing for them. So before we wrap it up, it's getting close to 20 minutes and we know we lose people after 20 minutes sometimes. So <laughs> We would love to hear more about how, how we can help Juno Boots, how we can help you um, reach your goals, get your boots out in the, the marketplace. We're a huge cheerleader, obviously, for your boots, as you can, as you can tell. Um, what can we do to help you? And how can our audience find a pair of your boots? How can our audience business leaders get their, your boots in their organizations? And just tell us a little bit about how everyone can get in touch with you when it comes to anything that you're involved in, Emily. Sure. It's junojones.com. So that's pretty easy. That's where you can find uh, our boots to purchase directly. We also do work with companies. So if you are interested in having Juno Jones boots as an option at your place of business for your stipend um, and for your the employees at your business, please uh, get in touch with us because we work with directly with companies as well. And uh, we are able to offer things like volume discounts to companies that have. Uh, oh, that's great. That is people. great. So, yes, please let us know. Have your procurement officers contact us or just get in touch with me and introduce me. Awesome. My email is much just my name. So it's emily at junojunesshoes.com. Anyone can get in touch with me there. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being on today, Emily. We really appreciate your time oh, and, and the efforts that you're making and the cool boots that we get to wear now. <laughs> thank you thank you you. have a a great day and keep working hard and making a difference for us oh thank you so much
Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.